When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Good evening. Uh, like the man said, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on F104. Hope you're well. Coming up tonight on the show, what is the longest you've gone without drinking? How many months have you managed? If you've ever done, maybe did dry January this year, but have you ever gone any longer than the single month? Tonight we'll be talking to Irish YouTuber, best-selling author, Melanie Murphy. She's been off the booze for 15 months, and we'll be letting you know uh, how hard it's been to do that and any tips for you during lockdown quarantine about how you can manage to uh, manage the ups and downs of trying to be sober in Dublin and Ireland in 2020. Also, an Irish ad agency, TBWA Dublin, they've launched a very, very important campaign. They're trying to get a more positive-looking face, face mask emoji into your phone. So Andrew Murray is going to be on shortly to talk more about that, how you can get involved in that campaign. And it is International Dog Day today. You might have seen or heard Gavin asking for your doggy photos if you'd like to get your dog on the radio, send us in a WhatsApp voice clip uh, of them, please. We will continue to accept the images that you've been sending in, but uh, it's a little bit, just a little bit difficult to share those on, uh, on the airwaves. So send us in a voice note if you can get your dog talking or barking tonight on the show. 87 This is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Sir Long with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop. Visit playblue.ie today. FM 104. Okay, before we do anything, we must address the elephant in the room. Oh, what is the elephant in the room? That's not serious, you what? <laughs> uh, yeah, very funny. Okay, yeah. Sorry. I, do you know what? Actually, Sorry. now that you say that, just before we went live, I was so hungry. So I just got loads of cheese and put on crackers. And you know, like squirrels, I have food stuck just inside my cheese. Oh, in cheeks. your beard? Oh, in your uh, own in, that meant in your I, beard. No. But I need to get... I know it's not hygienic, but I need to get my finger and scrape out the rest of oh, it. Oh, you, you take your time, yeah. Cracker. You, you, as a professional full-time broadcaster, you just take your time now and, and pick your teeth live on the air. Go on, I never, wait. ever said I was professional. Never. That's very true, actually. That's very true. Sasha's actually just been interning on the show for the last year and a half. <laughs> I'm still trialling it out. Still trialling it out, yeah. We're still not paying her. So, you know, she's... Uh, <laughs> we're still like, oh, another six-month probation period. We're going to be your big break now. But yeah, every time I smile, more cracker escapes down into my mouth. That's lovely, actually. Right, okay, no, the, the elephant in the room we need to address is this. For the last two weeks on a Wednesday, we've been doing a, a new feature, which results in us destroying each other's lives via the medium of social media. So we take over each other's phones for an hour. If you weren't listening last week, Saoirse had full control over my phone for the hour and decided to uh, break up with my fiancé, call off the wedding, 
and leave her in tears, basically. Leave her, leave my fiance in tears, crying downstairs. And a lot of people were very angry and were sending in voice notes of how, how you're not funny. And uh, Saoirse, we were chatting a little bit earlier on, obviously before the show, about yeah. whether or not we should continue on. And Saoirse doesn't want to do it, even though it's my turn to get her back this <laughs> evening. Can you imagine? This is when she pipes up and goes, no, I, th- I think we've gone too far. I think, I think it's over. No, you see, the, the problem with me and you is there are no limits. I don't care about anything, okay? I genuinely don't. But everyone else in my life would be highly offended if anything was sent to them, if I was to, you know, involve anyone else. And I'm just worried that, A, last week I nearly actually broke off your engagement because I had to involve your fiancé. She wasn't happy. So I'm just worried that we can only go so far without really damaging relationships. Yeah, so she doesn't want to do it this evening, but, I mean, it's your call listening right now. I have control over her phone if we decide to do this between 10 and 11. I have something smallish planned, but I'm willing to take more suggestions. A lot of people were sending in good ideas. A lot of people were sending in ideas where I was just like, whoa, we cannot do that. But if you do, if you would like me, to, you know, again, ruin her life this evening on social media. Just a simple yes or no, WhatsApp it in and, and let us know what the crack is, because I'd like to do it. I mean, uh, there's a deep burn still lingering from last week. <laughs> I, I think I owe you big time. Joe, I'm actually taking today off, and I won't oh, be around for Wednesday for the foreseeable future. Yeah, pretty much. Right, um, yeah. yeah, so I think, as well as that, we're going into a new month, and I kind of thought, you know, remote control. It's kind of good if you're working from home, but a lot of people are kind of going back into work now, so it's not necessary. It's not necessary. Well, I mean, just, just I think a lot of people, yeah, might be working from home still. Uh, a lot of people, I mean, who's working? Like, this doesn't matter. People are driving around in their car right now, coming home from the gym. What about the poor nurses that listen to us that want a bit of a laugh on the way home from a long shift? And you're like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. So listen, I, I'd like to do it. I, I have a small little thing prepped. There's worse to come, but we'll let's just say that for now. Like, that's a that's horrible thing to do. say. There's worse to come. Like, what could... There is could, worse to come. Is it, okay, can you, just, can you just answer me this? The worst to come, is it involving anyone else? Because I won't do it if it is. Because my parents will disown me, my brothers and sisters will disown me, and other things can get it does very not dangerous. Involve, it does not involve anyone else. I'm a decent individual. I wouldn't drag your loved ones into this. Okay, brilliant. That's grand then. Then you can be as harsh as you want. Okay, Grant. Um, I have an idea for something for later on anyway that I, I hope you'll get on board with and I hope we'll do. Um, and it's more... I think it's more building you up and then having to tell people you're actually a failure and a disappointment. Oh, I love that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you'd be like, well, maybe you're used to it. Well. <laughs> no, but you see, I don't have any competitive streak in me, which I probably should have. I never did. Ever. I always found the easy way out or I found a way to escape having to do any work whatsoever. So, yeah, uh, yeah no, I'd be game for this. I like the thoughts of this now. All right, OK, well, listen, we'll, we'll revert back to that at 10 o'clock this evening on remote control or take over her phone. She's not getting out of this one easy because I've put in too much time, energy and effort over the last few days to get the ball rolling on something. But more on that a little bit later on. Uh, also, you'll be really proud of me today, Saoirse. What did you do? I went in. To Blanche, a little bit earlier on, to do yeah. some clothes shopping, and I oh. bought a new T-shirt. No, you didn't. Yeah. Okay, amazing. So what color is it? Is it white? Oh, this is very exciting. So, um, if you 
you know, if you've listened to the show the last while, you know that I generally buy, buy grey or navy T-shirts. And I said, you know what? I'll prove that Saoirse one wrong who always gives me stick for doing this. Uh, and I'll go in and I'll be a little bit adventurous and I'll get out of my comfort zone and I'll, you know, I'll try something new. Okay, just stopping you there. I haven't seen any Instagram picture put up of you in your new T-shirt. I also went shopping today. I went into town and I did a, a little bit of shopping, bought a few new clothes. Of course, one of the tops I bought, I'm wearing today, so I had to put up a selfie, mask it as, oh, having cuddles with my cat before the show. No, such really. A I, such I actually, a loser. I was showing off my new T-shirt. I have not seen an Instagram post of you showing off your new salmon-coloured T-shirt. Well, guess, guess what colour it is. If you say it's grey, navy, or black, get out. Get out. And I bet you, do you know what type of person you are? You will go somewhere designer. You'll go to, like, Tom, not Tommy Hilfiger. What do you usually wear? I don't know. You're a designer of some kind. You'll spend stupid money on a black or grey T-shirt. <laughs> you did, didn't you? Is it Calvin no, Klein? It, it is not Calvin Klein. No, it is not Calvin Klein. Come on, don't be mad. But there you go. I got myself a black T-shirt. Is it Armani? No, no, it's not. It's Penguin. A black Penguin T-shirt. <sighs> like, did you get excited buying that, or...? I did, yeah. I was like, like that, to you, that to me is like, like when oh, you no. need more socks. You know, <laughs> oh, you're I just got picking socks that, yeah. Yeah, you're just at the tail and you're like, oh, grab them mm. socks, or I'll grab that white T-shirt, a grey T-shirt, because, oh, I just need it just to have under a top. Why yeah. do you do it? How you much did you spend on it? It was, no. not, it was like a 20-something 20, 20 quid. 20-something quid for a T-shirt. Well, maybe 30. What? Yeah, this is the thing. You give out about so much like systemic sexism in the world. Uh, girls can get really cheap clothes, no problem. Guys can't. Uh, hello, sorry, yes you can. You can also go to Penny's and get a three-euro T-shirt like I do. Hang on, this was a special occasion. This for was proving what? you wrong, proving you wrong. I was like, not just buying grey or dark navy. I said, I just go. What are you talking <laughs> one shade, about? One shade darker. The last time I saw you <laughs> six months ago, you were wearing a black t-shirt. No, no, I don't have any other black t-shirts. I just you have do? very, 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 very dark navy. No, you were wearing a black t-shirt the last time I saw you. No, I don't have any other black t-shirts. This is a lie. But oh now I do God. have one. Now I do you have one. We've expanded the wardrobe. Expanded the wardrobe, euro. guys. So oh, no. I'll be going through my full T-shirt haul uh, over on my blog a little bit later on, doing an Insta Live. So if you want to check that out um, and see it on and how it fits and get my full Cormac's Closet review on this, um, you know you can check that out on my Instagram. I'll be doing that later on. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set up an online clothes shop selling grey, navy and black T-shirts for men. <laughs> and I'm going to make a bloody fortune. I, I definitely think you will. I definitely think you will. So it's and what idea, kind of jeans it? do you wear? You probably don't even wear jeans, do you? And no, I'm in shorts right now. <sighs> I couldn't find a pair of jeans that would that would fit. You know, gold quarantine pounds. Oh. But what are what are those that make that every guy just has the same jeans and they just repeat buying them for ten years or twenty years? <laughs> Is it Wranglers? Give us I a think pair I of Wranglers actually, there now and a pair of Doc Martin boats and a check I think shirt. It actually I think it might be Wranglers. <laughs> it's one of those standard jeans. Levi's. Straight leg. No, it leg is. Levi's. Is it Levi's? Levi's oh, no, 5 by one They have it in Arnott's. Whatever it is. Anyway, you're all wearing the same bloody jeans. Bar the cool people that are wearing skinny jeans and the alternative people that are wearing their own thing. But every other guy is wearing the same jeans, the same t-shirt, the same jacket, usually North Face or something similar, and 
the same shoes. And they're not even going hiking. That's the worst part of it. No, they're not going anywhere. I don't know. And it's expensive. Expensive taste for absolute meh. Meh fashion. Oh, so you calling my, my fashion choices meh? Yeah. What Just meh. Like, you, as in, if someone... You. If someone was to say if you went missing and someone was trying to describe what you looked like, <laughs> like it's so boring they'd forget. Uh, Cormac oh, I don't know if he was wearing a He's black a six foot or... three male, just wearing very boring clothes. So if you could keep your eye out for a boring <laughs> individual who seems in distress somewhat, literally, that'd be great. Uh, a yeah. black t-shirt, a black jumper, a grey jacket, grey shoes, grey jeans. He's just a grey man. You Listen, are, though. I know, I, know, I know my colour palette. Okay, I know what to wear. And grey. No, and, and very, it doesn't very, even very suit you. Navy. It doesn't oh. suit you. No, well, blue would suit you better. Big. I already told you, it's blue or some, you know, Do a you know what doesn't colour. suit you, Saoirse? Bad attitude. <laughs> Why don't you take that off and try something else? Well, actually, do you know what? For anyone that's listening, so I did put up my selfie today. It's been a while. I haven't put up one in ages. I put one up. And what did you say underneath? You look lovely. You can't wait to do the no, show. No, you later. didn't. That's what I put no, up. No, he didn't. I'm a nice guy. He actually said, and this is what this man has said, which is just horrific. And people are, thankfully, defending me. Whoa, quarantine has not been kind to you, is what you wrote <laughs> under my picture. Oh, now can I just come back there? Shane has commented under this saying, at Cormac Comedy, at Cormac, at least she doesn't look like she rolled out of bed every day. Oh, I love that. Amazing. Uh, there you well, go. Take that. Right. Take that. Okay. Well, listen, uh, our fashion choices aren't up for discussion here this evening, each to their own. It is International Dog Day, though, this evening. What we would like, if you can, if it is at all possible, send us in a, a, a voice clip of your dog. Can you send us in a, a WhatsApp voice note of your dog? Maybe getting them to bark. Somebody has sent in a clip of their dog asleep. We'll play that in a second. 0876797104. And just after 20 past, we're going to be chatting. I was going to say chatting to the dog with one of the largest Instagram accounts um, online. That's obviously impossible. We'll be chatting to Courtney, who runs uh, Tuna Melts My Heart. If you have not seen that Instagram account, go follow it. 2.1 million followers. Courtney's going to be on having a little chat about that because, of course, it is International Dog Day. Anyway, that's on the way in about five or ten minutes' time. Now, though, Jay Pryor aside, it's FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Jay Pryor aside, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Uh, still to come on the show, very shortly we'll be chatting to the woman behind one of the biggest Instagram dog accounts. Uh, it's Tuna Melts My Heart, 2.1 million followers. It is, of course, because it is International Dog Day today. You are more than welcome to continue sending in your photos, which a ton of people have, of your dogs. But also, if you can get a voice note of them barking, snoring, doing whatever weird noises that they make, we'll play them out here and you can have your dog on radio for the very first time. Uh, send us in an audio WhatsApp of your dog if you can. 87 We got a quick message in from somebody who sent us in a, a note, a recording of their dog sleeping. So we'll have a little, little play of this now and see... Uh, what that sounds like. This comes in from uh, is it Giselle with her dog Jake. Jakey sleeping. So let's have a quick play of this now and see what does this sound like. Very quiet dog. Very quiet dog. That's not playing. <laughs> Duh. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to... We'll get to that in just a second now. It is too large. All right, but if you have any other ones, uh, let us send them in. 87 But to help with that, right, 
Uh, I was Googling things, and you know the way dogs can hear different frequencies humans can hear? Yes. And they've, they've got much better hearing, apparently. Dogs have much better hearing than you or I, right? I found something that apparently only dogs can hear. Now, I've checked this because when I listened to it, I could not hear a thing. And then I was like, maybe it's, it's just silence and maybe I'm being an idiot. But no, I had to look at it. There's actually noise in this. And if we all listen up, what I want to know is, one, does your dog hear this and kind of go a little bit mad? And two, can you hear this? Are you able to hear frequencies that only dogs are able to hear? And then, Saoirse, you can tell me if you can hear this as well, okay? So are, are we all ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, this is apparently the frequency that only dogs can hear. Let us know. Let us know if you can hear this, all right? Anything? Now, is that buzzing? You? Or is that buzzing? Sound of possible it, audio? It, it wouldn't be a buzzing sound, okay? But it would be a very high-pitched sound if you can hear this at all. Apologies to your dog if it's making them go absolutely insane. But can you hear this? Wait, let me hear. Is this so an gonna, ongoing I'm, thing? Yeah, this is constant, right? So I'm going to turn this down. Now it's off. And now it's back on. No, I don't hear anything. No. It's so weird because, right, I can see I can see the levels in studio here. Obviously, when we're talking and there's music playing, there's certain levels across. Now, when I do this, there's no levels. But when I turn up the dog noise, the levels are pretty much going through the roof. But I can't hear a thing. Can you hear this? Oh, eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. You can't obviously then, Sir. No, I can't hear a thing. I can hear a... T now, listen, I can hear a tiny little thing because I was messing around with the audio earlier on and I was boosting it and I know exactly what to listen for. So I can kind of tiny, a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit. And you're hear. saying it's a high-pitched noise. Very, very high-pitched noise. So if you're probably under the age of 25, you might be able to hear it. If you're under the age of 18, you'll probably be able to hear it a little bit better. But then why are you listening to the show? We put a warning on. You're not allowed to listen if you're under 18. Bold. Um, so have another little listen. Here it is again. No? Nothing? Silence. Absolute silence. That's so right. strange. And you're, sa you're saying that dogs can hear that? Dogs can hear that. And if you're listening and you can hear that, will you drop us a text and let us know if you can hear it? Very faint, high-pitched... Um, like, it's not a really a buzz. It's just a high-pitched frequency that's being played out. Like a ringing in your ear is the sound it would give you. And uh, apparently, the older we get, the, the worse our hearing gets, so we can't hear those higher frequencies. But anyway, last time, if you can hear this or if your dog is reacting, do let us know. Uh, this is it without. This is obviously dead silence. And this is it turned on. And I'm not being an idiot. I just want you to know, you might be sitting there kind of going, he's probably just playing nothing both times. I swear to God. There is a tone and a frequency going out when I'm playing it. So there is something there. I'm not just looking for people to kind of make themselves think they're hearing voices in their head or hearing, hearing tones and hearing frequencies. This is it again. Last time. If you can hear it, if your dog is going insane, let us know. 0876797104. On the way next, we're going to be chatting, chatting to Courtney, who runs one of the biggest dog accounts in the world on Instagram. 2.1 million followers. Go check it out. It's, it honestly is a hilarious account. Tuna melts my heart, giving us all the... Details, how that started up, what's happening, how the account blew up uh, to the size that it did. But Courtney, who runs the Tuna Melts My Account, uh, Instagram account, uh, will be on FM 104 next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.
Four. It's Cormac and Saoirse here, and it is International Dog Day, so you know we're going to dedicate most of the show to your dog. If you have, as we mentioned earlier on, if you have uh, any decent dog pics or dog sounds, actually, if you'd like your dog to be barking on the radio, do let us know. Drop us in an, an audio WhatsApp, 87 To celebrate, we wanted to try and get one of the world's most famous dogs on the show this evening, and Saoirse found one a little bit earlier on. Yes, I did. And I'm not going to lie. There was a, a selection of different dogs that have done very well on Instagram. But this yeah. dog in particular, Tuna is his name. He's got this overbite and the closest thing I can imagine to a cartoon that you'll ever see. And he's just gorgeous. So I think we have the owner, Courtney, on the line, do we? Hello, Courtney. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Happy International Dog Day. Thank you. Thanks for having us be a part of today on your show. How many followers does Tuna, your dog, have on Instagram? Well, he has 2.1 million on his Instagram account. He doesn't know that, though. <laughs> You're getting no that. problem. Like, Mommy doesn't have any <laughs> yeah, money from the Instagram account. My God. <laughs> <laughs> 2.1 million. Like, what do you think it is about your dog? Uh, I'm sorry, what type of dog is it, by the way? So he is what I call a Chihuini, which is a Chihuahua Dachshund. Is that how you say it? We say Dachshund in America, but I've been to the UK where I was doing an interview and I said Dachshund and she corrected me. So how would you say it? I think we say Dachshund, but I don't yeah, know if that's right. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> awesome. So yeah, he's he's kind of a mixed breed. He's a rescue, so that's not... 100% confirmed, but he was born with his little overbite, and that's what I think really makes him special. I think people just find him really endearing and quirky, and so that's what they love about him. And how exactly did he become so well-known? Yeah, so basically, I started an Instagram account for him in 2011 when Instagram was fairly new, and um, he went viral a year after me posting when Instagram featured him on their personal account, and I didn't even know that Instagram had a personal account. It would be like Mark Zuckerberg posting a picture of your yeah. your cat, you know, <laughs> on Facebook. It was just very wild, and... Um, at that time, you know, Instagram really wasn't what it was. And so to go viral was really shocking and strange. But I didn't even have an agenda to garner a following. That wasn't what my intentions were. But it happened and here we are today. That is insane. So nine years ago or eight <laughs> years ago, maybe a year after you set up the account, yeah. it just kind of posted pictures that, that just blew up. So like, what do you, how do you keep 2.1 million people entertained with your dog? That's a great question. I think... It has a lot to do with my personality. So I'm really relational. I love people. So I try really hard to just stay engaged with his followers. And there have been people that have been following from the very beginning, which is mind-blowing to me that people are still tracking with us after almost eight years. And so, you know, because Tuna has so many different expressions, it just makes for great content. And so... Like, his shrivel neck is what I call his neck. That, if it's in good form, ugh, people love his shrivel neck. It just spills over his collar sometimes, and his teeth are always a crowd favorite. So he just gives a lot of versatility in his looks. And I know, obviously, it's your love of the dog, and that's the first and foremost, but have you been able to make a little bit of money off him? <laughs> yes. So, so basically, like I said, when I first started this, Instagram wasn't even business platform, if that makes sense. Like nobody had yeah. businesses. And so 
I was just an interior designer living in Los Angeles. Um, and one of my best friends, she said to me, she goes, you're going to be able to leave your job and do tuna full time one day. And I was like, I will never leave my job and do tuna. And at that point I was making probably like $28,000 a year. And I was in almost 30 something. And I just thought the security was what I needed. And I actually stepped out in faith and had no idea how this would ever become a business or make money. And doors just started opening when I did that. And um, we are, if you Google my network, it, net worth, it's a joke. It's Tuna's net worth. They, I think it's just like one to five million. <laughs> it's not true at all. But you can definitely, um, you can definitely turn this into a business. But I think for us, it just kind of organically happened over the years. And we've, he's been my boss since 2014 yeah and he doesn't bark orders at me so it's really great so it is now your full-time gig managing obviously it's just like managing a massive advertising platform but you're doing this full-time now yeah so we're doing it full-time mainly because i once heard someone say when the opportunity of a lifetime comes make the most of the lifetime of the opportunity and so um my husband and i are in this position where we just we are able to work on tuna full-time because it's a it is a full-time job, but like I said, it's not something where we feel like we have to build this massive empire. It's like we just have a budget that we have to make, and yeah. we then use the rest of our time to do things that are important to our values, like traveling, spending time with family and friends, and we know that this isn't going to last forever, so... Right now, we are just enjoying the opportunity and having fun with Tuna while we do it. And what kind of offers has Tuna got? Like, is it kind of advertising or has he got film work? Yeah, a little bit of everything, actually. So when I first started this, a lot of his followers were requesting merchandise, and I was really apprehensive at first, but a friend of mine encouraged me and said, if anybody is going to sell merchandise of Tuna, it needs to be you. So I just kind of did this, like, very soft, launch and so many people loved having a part of tuna so that was kind of how it all started but then as instagram started becoming more of an influencer platform and there was sponsored content i said yes to some of those things but i'm actually very well known for saying no politely to a lot of things because it just has to be in brand it has to be authentic and my integrity is too important to compromise um just for money so i say no to a lot of things but We'll get we'll get sponsored content opportunities. We've done cameos and like uh, there's a there is a brand called Roger Vivier. It's a it's a French shoe brand, and Tuna was like the ambassador. And so we've done some cute videos with that. We've made cameos in commercials, in movies. Yeah, so it's just like a lot of different things that I never would have anticipated, but it's been really fun. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and I think that only generally happens the large majority of the time to people like yourself, Courtney, who just starts this up on a whim and it just does it for a bit of crack and then all of a sudden it explodes. If you want yeah. to check out the account, by the way, check out, uh, if you're on Instagram, you get your phone in your hand, Tuna Melts My Heart on Instagram, 2.1 million followers, probably one of the funnest, cutest dogs you're going to see. Um, but I see just on your grid is, is hilarious, but people around the world are getting tattoos of your dog on, on their bodies. Oh my gosh. I know, it's so crazy. And you want to know one last thing about it that's really funny? So Tuna um, is a derivative of cartoon because I, I heard you mention that 
he looks like a cartoon, and that is actually how he got his name. I named him Mr. Burns initially. There's a show in America called The Simpsons, which I'm sure you know about, but he looks like Mr. Burns. And um, I was like, I'm way more creative than that. So I just, in the interim, nicknamed him Toonie, which was short for cartoon. And I brought him back to where I'm from um, to visit my family, and my nephew at the time was six. And he said, are you calling him Tuna? And I was like, yeah. And I changed his name in that moment. So his name is actually a derivative of cartoon, and he really does. He looks like so many different cartoon characters. Does, Dobby yeah. from Harry Potter. Yeah, just many. But he is the Thank image you. of Mr. Burns. Yeah, he really is. That overbite special. <laughs> what are some of the other things that kind of fans of the account have done? Because I'm saying that they, like, people have done artwork. Have people made sculptures or anything? Like, What have your yeah, community of, yeah. of so, tuna lovers done? Yeah, so what's really crazy, and this... Years ago, I think in 2013, I started this feature called Tuna Art Tuesday. So it's hashtag T-U-N-A-R-T-U-E-S-D-A-Y-S. So Tuna Art Tuesdays. And um, people were posting these tuna interpretations, which is another hashtag of ours. And there are so many. I mean, go to it right now. It is wild how many people interpret what they think tuna looks like. And I recently saw one where there was, I believe it was Brazil. I don't know where it was, but this like massive mural of tuna on a wall. I mean, it's crazy. It's one of the first ones you'll see, I believe. He's wearing his rain jacket. It's yellow. But yeah, people have done sculptures and they've made pillows out of him, iPhone cover cases. I mean, I mean a crocheted one. Really comical. Incredible, isn't it? I really want to meet him now. I know. You know, our... Um, this is really, really interesting. So our um, my brother-in-law and his wife live in Wicklow County and um, in Ireland. They recently just had their cat entered in this competition um, called the, the Nose of Trolley. Have you heard that? No, oh, but I Trilly, should. Is it? is it the Nose of Trolley? Oh, the, the Nose of Trolley. The Nose of Trolley. It's like the Rose of Trolley. It's a, I guess it's just like a, a pet competition. But it's huh. so interesting because... Um, because that competition ended yesterday, and um, we we really tried to push Butternut, because this cat is adorable. You should look up Butternut, Lady Butternut on Instagram. And um, so beautiful, a very unconventional-looking cat as well, like how Tuna is. And uh, so our cousin, our cat cousin lives in Ireland. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're coming we up definitely. to visit your cat cousin. We will. We I mean, we have done before, and we will as soon as Americans are allowed to enter into the UK again and um, and Ireland. So hopefully we'll be able to do that soon. Well, yeah, there's, there's been loads of Americans coming over anyway, ignoring all the rules. So we'll make an exception. We're more than welcome to come over and just show yeah. the dog at customs and they'll say yeah, absolutely nothing. Yeah, to visit nothing. our family. It's amazing and even the the fact that there's hundreds of posts on the Tuna Art Tuesdays of people doing um, impressions or in drawings of your dog as I said that mural I think is in Barcelona, Spain a huge, huge thing in his yellow coat up on the wall it's, it's yeah. just insane how much it is uh, it has taken off but again, so any, any plans then for uh, for the future? I know we can't really plan anything at the moment but any, like, what are you hoping to do over the next while with Tuna? Well, so this is actually um, confidential, but it's not necessarily going to affect anyone in Ireland at the moment because I don't think we're going to be shipping this internationally. But we we are creating a tuna plush, so like a toy of tuna, because for years so many people have asked me to do that. 
because they just want a tuna of their own. And so we created this very likeness of tuna out of a plush. And so that's coming out for Christmas. And we're thinking of opening it up internationally, but the shipping is just going to be outrageously expensive. So we don't know. we got to figure that out. But that's coming up. And then we have another account called The Traveling Tuna, and we used to do a lot of traveling with tuna, and that was going to be our plan for 2020, but that obviously got shut down real quick. So, genius. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> maybe one day. Well, um, if, if you're listening right now, um, it's international. It's obviously International Dog Day today. If you're listening and maybe the, the other half isn't fully convinced about getting a dog and you've wanted one for years, just listen to Courtney's story and sell it. By Not only will you have a cute pet around the house, but you could have a business empire in a couple of years. You could have... <laughs> <laughs> an account like Courtney's and Shuna's 2.1 million followers. Listen, go check it out. Some of the images are absolutely hilarious and the dog is is that it's, 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 it's overbite, which is just absolutely fantastic and he's dressed up like everything from Harry Potter to, you know, a, a Jaws movie poster as well. But um, listen, Courtney, we appreciate you coming on uh, on International um, Dog Day here on F104 and if you ever do come over to do pop in and we, we'd love to give a tuna and yourself yeah, a, a tour would, of the studio. Yes, would love to. Yes. And I also wanted to say, as you mentioned, like getting a dog, I really would like to encourage people to rescue because there's such a need for animals that are already living in the world. And so if you guys are really considering getting an animal, I would encourage you to adopt. And if you don't have the capacity to do that, just foster. And that helps alleviate some of the overcrowded shelters and, They'll give the animal a chance to be loved for a temporary time. So, yeah, I would say that for National Dog Day is really important. Brilliant. That's good advice, definitely. All right. Thanks a million, by the way, for talking to us. Of course. Bye-bye. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Heading hard. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. Visit our flagship store in Talek at free delivery at Play Blue. Dot IE. Still to come on the show, we are going to be chatting to Irish YouTuber, best-selling author Melanie Murphy about her 15 months sober. She decided to kick the booze for a while and has now been 15 months off it. Uh, so we'll be chatting to her a little bit after 10 o'clock this evening. A ton of you were able to hear that dog tone that we played out a little bit earlier on. No, they weren't. Yes, Stephen has said, I'm 26, I can hear the noise loud and clear. It's also killing me while I'm driving. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. Look at this. Yes, I hear the sound every single time that comes in from Sandra. I hear it. I'm very. It's very annoying. I'm 39. That comes in from someone who doesn't have a name on their on their text. Tons, tons, tons. Can hear it loud and clear. Could be the age. I'm 19 years old. Very loud, annoying, squeaky sound. Lima said he can hear it. It's doing his head in. 32 could hear the noise. I can hear it. It's so clear. Tons and tons of people. Are we just it. deaf? Can you hear anything? Uh, a, 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 t- a tiny little, a tiny little one. Uh, look at this; it's tickling my poxy ear. Please stop. I can hear it as well. That comes in from Danielle. Good evening, Danielle. What's the story? Uh, I can hear it. It's painful after a while. I'm 33, and that's a message in from Sue. Good evening, Sue. How are things? Uh, tons and tons and tons and tons of you can hear it. Michael can hear it. Because I genuinely thought for a second that you were playing nothing and it was all just going to be a big joke that you were playing on us. I can hear absolutely nothing. And I'm not going to play it out again because I've realised actually what was happening. What's happening? Annoying people? Uh, uh, No, 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 no. here's what's happening. So obviously me and you are are listening to the the audio that's on the, the, the radio system. 
but a, a friend of mine was listening and texted me saying that your processor does not like that sound at all. So what's happening is it's being massively boosted by the time it goes on air and by the time it gets broadcast. But surely we should be able to hear something. No, 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 because we're hearing the very, very difficult, very, very hard to hear normal audio. And by the time it hits the Dublin Mountain antenna, it gets massively boosted. And it's just, <laughs> it's just been tormenting everyone listening this evening. So listen, apologies for that. But we learned something new. Don't play, don't, because it's a very, very low tone, the processors here that look after the audio, they try to keep all the levels the same. So if we talk too loud, it'll quiet us down. If we talk too quiet, it'll boost us up so you can hear one constant level. So what it's doing is taking that tiny little tone and basically cranking up the volume on it to try and make you hear it because it doesn't really tell the difference between frequencies. So everyone have just been getting nosebleeds and ear ear bleeds because we've been playing that, <laughs> that tone out. So uh, we're not all part dog. Uh, it turns out it was just getting whacked up more than usual. Okay, I still don't know what it sounds like, but I'm assuming it's annoying. It, it, it's definitely annoying. Just think of a very, very high-pitched hum. Very, very annoying, high-pitched hum, and that is what has been boosted out. So we could probably hear the same thing you were hearing, but unfortunately we're hearing two different things because it's getting completely boosted uh, by the time it's getting broadcast out. Uh, Crossy sent us in a, a message. What's Crossy saying? <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A crossier's dog. I think Crossy's having a nervous breakdown. He's playing with his dog. No, no, I think that's uh, I think that's him doing it. <laughs> I, I joked. I had to do uh, an ad for uh, a, a pizza company before called Pizza Dog. Right? There was an ad that went around years ago that I we obviously voice ads for the stations. And Messen, when I was in recording it with the the voiceover man or the pr- pr- producer who makes the ads, just at the end of it, I just went and they left it in the ad. No way. See, sometimes it works. So come to Pizza Dog, and I just went messing up, and, and they left it in. Uh, so, listen, sorry, Stephen, sorry, Sandra, Sue, 
Uh, everyone else has been texting in with your ears bleeding. Apologies about that. Uh, what, let's see. We've got a voice message in here now. I hope it's a, from David. I hope it's a, it's a dog message. I've no idea what this is. Hey, Tom, I can hear that ringing noise. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Ringing through my ears, pal. Um, it's like... Sorry, sorry, David. Sorry, sorry. Horrible yeah. person. <laughs> tormenting people although I still don't know what it is so I really need to go and listen to this during a break uh, yeah maybe go have a have a listen um, you can boost the hell out of it if you want um, yourself but if you want to go listen we'll all just pretend as if we've got dog ears this evening and we can hear superhuman superhuman things but uh, but there you go um, you can still send in if you've got any good by the way if you've got any good audio of your dog or any voice notes of your dogs um, apart from Crossy having a breakdown, you can send us in real dog barks, 0876797104. Give your dog uh, its first ever live broadcast on the radio. So if you can get them barking or doing something, record it on a WhatsApp, send it into us a, a voice note to 0876797104. On the way next, there's a hugely important campaign that you need to get involved in because if you've been uh, on your phone, you'll obviously have seen there's a ton of emojis out there. There's only one emoji for somebody wearing a face mask and the person, if you have not noticed, or that emoji looks very sick looks very unwell, and it's a very negative connotation with the face mask. So Dublin Ad Agency has launched a new campaign. They have applied to the uh, emoji overlords to try and get a new, more positive face mask emoji put into your phone. They're trying to get something a little bit more happier looking, something a little healthier looking, and trying to change the association and change the image of face masks to help with the uh, spread of the virus. So uh, Andrew Murray, who's the director of social um, social media and content over at TBWA Dublin, he's going to be on next. Expl- FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. Cormac and Saoirse here. And uh, I don't know if you've been using Saoirse more of the, you know, we talked about yesterday grammar and emojis playing an important part in how we communicate in 21st yeah. century life. But have you been using the face mask emoji of late? All the time. That's one of my favourite emojis. But I have to say for... Um, Things like the coronavirus, like I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about a neighbour of my mum's who got the coronavirus and I used that mask. <laughs> Instead, I said, she got this and I had the mask. And, and my friend was like, what is that? Is she sick? Is there something wrong with her? And I was like, no, no, she got the coronavirus. I just didn't want to have to spell out the coronavirus. So I just sent a picture of the emoji <laughs> instead. But she was like, what is this? Like, you haven't explained anything. So then it was like a voice note back and forth. And at that point, I was like, wouldn't it just be great? Yeah, yeah if you could just have a more direct to the point emoji for this. Uh, a, a little bit, yeah. So if you've been using your emojis and your face mask emojis for the last while to talk about, obviously, pandemic-related stuff or just normal-related stuff, you might have seen that... Um, the face mask, in if you, you can even take out your phone now and just have a look and just search through the face mask, it looks a little bit sick. Uh, and it's the problem. There's an, a negative connotation with the face mask one. And as we are so uh, consumed by short texts and emojis and WhatsApps and things like that, a creative ad agency here in Dublin, TBWA Dublin, who are based out in Rap Mines, have decided to try and get the emojis updated. Now, I didn't even know you could get emojis changed. I thought it was the emoji overlords that just controlled absolutely everything. But they've sent in a proposal to try and change up the face mask emoji to something slightly more positive as opposed to, you know, something more negative that you're only ever sick. Uh, from TVW8 Dublin, a director of uh, social media and content, Andrew Murray, sir. How are things? Good. Thanks for having me on, Cormac. 
No worries at all. So, define what what was the problem here, and what are your guys' uh, solutions to it? Yeah, so we've we've essentially tried to create the world's first smiling face mask emoji to promote kind of health and well-being, and we've submitted the proposal to Unicode to get all the emoji keyboards in the world uh, kind of updated with it. And um, but I suppose how it all kind of came about at the start was uh, Amy Tubblesey from from our office. She was organising a, a socially distanced get together with her friends. Um, and they agreed on the get-together and, and one of the girls sent a face mask emoji to the group to remind everyone to bring their face masks along. So Amy kind of took a quick look at the emoji properly for the first time and realised that it actually looks quite scary and that it represents kind of <laughs> ill health and, and sickness, really. So yeah. she kind of wondered, was there a happier or more positive face mask emoji out there? And that's kind of where the whole idea kind of kind of out at the start. So if you kind of look at it closely, the eyes are, are squinting, and, and we did a bit of research around it, and people even think the emoji appears to be wincing. So, you know, that emoji has its place. It can represent sadness or sickness, like, like Cersei was saying. Uh, but the world has kind of changed over the past six months, and, and wearing a mask can help stop the spread of, of COVID-19. Um, I know I'll probably never be forgiven and not forgotten by a famous drummer in the band with his three sisters for kind of saying that, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I was going to ask, yeah, are you making a oh, tinfoil hat emoji as well because that'd be uh, a certain yeah well we, we have one as well we we have had a bit of stick to be honest over it as well there's a lot of kind of anti-maskers out there who are kind of having a go but saying that you don't need masks in the first place but uh but essentially yeah we tried to what we tried to do is to remove any negative connotations around mask wearing and show them a positive thing that will help you and others and that's why the new design we've got little, little kind of rosy red cheeks there and, and happy eyes behind the mask because you know kids and, and adults myself included just have entire conversations using only emojis so it's this emoji addition to help in some small way to help normalise uh, mask wear and make it less of a scary thing you know that's that's kind of what we're aiming to do I love this idea but is it hard to get an emoji across the line? It kind of is really yes yeah. so there's kind of Unicode you know it is kind of um, it's, it's made up of people from um, the executives in Apple Google IBM Microsoft Netflix they kind of meet twice a year in, in kind of secrecy and decide on what emojis are going to be added to the No they the don't Andrew. this is a like, lie I swear, are you trying to say yeah. there's like a, a, a like a skull and bone <laughs> secret society meetup? No it really is they say they kind of meet twice a year and they actually met last in January and they approved 117 new emojis that will go live in October for, for kind of next year. So that's what we're hoping to do. We're actually hoping to um, to kind of get this fast-tracked really and get it on the emoji keyboards in early next year. Well, again, we, we had to submit make this submission. It's like a 30-page document uh, justifying why why we need this smiling face mask emoji and it will go to the, the kind of overlords of, as I said, Apple, Google, IBM to make a decision on it um, and we're hoping to, as I said, fast-track it because we kind of need it now, we feel. I think this is such a good idea. So what does it look like or what have you decided it could yeah, look like? Yeah, so we kind of have the, the, the you see the original, kind of the face mask, uh, the current face mask there and it's kind of the eyes are, as, as I said, like a little bit winchy and the mask covering. Yeah. So what we've what we've designed is, um, and we can we can probably put this on, on FM one of our Twitter or something. What we've designed is a new emoji, and the eyes are totally different. They're kind of happy eyes, little rosy red cheeks under underneath the eyes, and we've got little love hearts kind of coming out and um, from, from the side of the emoji. So again, it's just to kind of show it in, in a much more kind of positive light, kind of help normalise the, the face mask, I suppose. So uh, you've submitted this, and when will you hear any word back, or again, is this, they'll contact you, you won't contact it, them? Yeah, so no, we, we have submitted it, and we're hoping to hear word back probably at the end of September. The, the new emojis for next year go, go live in October, but they probably won't be on the different keypads with the kind of iOS updates and different things until, until next year, so if you missed the deadline for this year, it'll probably be towards the end of, of 2021 for this, but 
we're hopeful. We've, we're trying to pull as many strings as we can, but it is a bit of a, a closed circuit organisation of, of all, all the big guys. So uh, hopefully we we have a little campaign kind of running on social media and just called the face, hashtag the face gas, just to kind of get people on board with it and to say that this is something we really need. What what, what was the, the hashtag? Hashtag the face ask. The face ask. Oh, I like that. And then I suppose yeah. the other important question that I think a lot of people want to know is, how do you get a job at that company where you're working on emoji <laughs> campaigns for a significant period of time? I know, it's, it's the dream really. I, I probably shouldn't say this because my TVWA colleagues are listening in, but it, it sounds like the, the dream job. You kind of meet twice a year and you, you go and discuss uh, adding new emojis to a keyboard. And they're actually cutting down on the amount of emojis added which is uh, so it's getting harder and harder to get get them in there. So you have to give like a PowerPoint presentation on why a certain emoji should make the cut? To be honest, it was about a 35-page document with, with research, original <laughs> research, analysis, uh, looking at kind of yeah. facts and figures from different countries, uh, looking at um, the amount of kind of people in different countries who endorse face mask wearing. Like in, in Italy and Spain, like 70 kind of 6% of people endorse face mask mask wearing 76% in the, in the state so we kind of have to give all of the the people who kind of would want to use this emoji and potential use cases for it and it was a really kind of detailed document that you wouldn't believe just to try and get an emoji on it but uh, that's it's kind of quite a formal process wow Ridiculous. I suppose when you're updating uh, keyboards and inputs on probably billions of devices around the world yeah. uh, it, it's got to be it's got to be a serious formal professional approach anyway but listen uh, Andrew thanks uh, thanks a million for popping on obviously very best of luck with getting this if you've just tuned in they're trying to uh, uh, TBWA Dublin ad agency here in Dublin are trying to get the uh, emoji overlords to change up the face mask emoji or at least give another option so that you can use a more positive healthy looking um, pro-social face mask as opposed to one that just suggests that you're coughing and that you're sick and uh, fair play to yourself and sorry who was the your colleague who uh, again Amy, Amy Tullity yeah she, she was she, the idea kind of came about from her all, all down to a, a social distance party that an emoji was sent that she went oh that, that, that looks a bit scary so that was how the idea came about and and Amy's the one who submitted all of this, so it's it's, uh, it's a real credit to her. And um, well done to your bosses being sound enough to okay this campaign and allow her to dedicate some of her work hours <laughs> to updating the emojis. But listen, uh, it's TBWA underscore Dublin. If you want to have a look at there's a video explaining the whole thing, and the hashtag is the face ask if you want to check it out. But Andrew Murray, TBWA Dublin, thanks a million for popping on. Thanks, guys.